Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Reese, and today it is time to have a little talk about uh, what has been happening in regards to the areas of concern uh, that have been hit hard by the variant of concern or the Indian variant and what has been the government's response Earlier this week, some confusion after guidance was published covering Bolton, Blackburn, Kirklees, Bedford, Burnley, Leicester, Hounslow and North Tyneside. Um, and the government is now having to roll back on what was uh, what was said, uh, although they, they say, of course, that it isn't a rollback, it's just a, a clarification. Um, but there was um, some sense that the government was sending us back into tears um, because, of course, they were extremely successful last time. Um, so it's just a matter of, of clarifying for the government, but that guidance is what we're going to talk about on today's episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast. So, yes, uh, as as I said in that little intro, there had been period of about 24 to, to 36 hours of, of confusion where um, it was a little bit of a, a gap in, in information from the government on this particular issue because those uh, those eight areas that I mentioned previously, Bolton, Blackburn, Kirklees, Bedford, Burnley, Leicester, Hounslow and North Tyneside, uh, it emerged that they had been given advice on how to... Um, on how to proceed in relation to the variant of concern, which is the Indian variant. Um, that guidance had been published several days ago, no government announcement, and it looked like, according to the MP in the, the Bedford area, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, um, and it was accused by this MP that Downing Street was imposing lo- local lockdowns by stealth. Um, so you have to you have to feel a little bit for for the people in in Leicester who really haven't been out of slightly stricter measures since well the pandemic started they were in one of the higher tiers for almost the entirety of the tier system uh, and then it looks like again now they are a an area of concern within this variant of concern uh, this this guidance that was published a while ago um had asked people not to meet indoors or travel unnecessarily. However, the updates from the government has asked people to minimise rather than avoid travel entirely. Um, so yes, the, this is off the back of this this COVID-19 variant, which is uh, easier to spread from person to person, as we've heard quite a bit about the Indian variant. The government is really advising, advising caution. Take caution when meeting anyone from outside your household or support bubble. Uh, and and there are really almost additional restrictions on top of the the relaxation as we nationally move into step three, which we move into on the uh, what was it the seventeenth of May of our lockdown relaxation. Uh, these areas are being asked to meet outside rather than inside where possible. Stay two meters apart, so the the hugging not really on the table in those areas, and minimise the travel in and out of infected areas. Um, as well as all of the things on top with the usual um, COVID guidance, sort of having PCR tests if you get COVID, um, 
You're meant to be being tested twice a week through lateral flow tests, and you can get them for free on the government website. I might link that in the description. Uh, and of course, accepting the vaccination when offered and encouraging others to do so. So that's the updated guidance. But, um, well, the Prime Minister's official spokesman having to come out and deny that it was imposing local lockdowns by stealth, saying that the government wanted to encourage public, quote, to exercise their good judgment rather than issuing, and again I quote, top-down edicts. Um, now this sounds remarkably familiar to the situation we were getting in around this time last year, when the government was starting to think about opening up a little bit more, uh, relaxing some of the, the lockdown measures, or at least putting out signals that it would be considering it for, for the summer. Um, and the emphasis really shifted from it is the government's job to keep people safe to it is the people's job to keep people safe. And I suppose at one one point the, uh, the, the emphasis has to shift. However, it cannot be allowed to shift so much that the government can wash their hands of all responsibility in relation to the public health. Um, also a, a point of, of note from the, the local authorities affected by this new advice, several of them saying that they had not been consulted about the, the uh, updated guidance, and in fact only learned that this guidance was even in place through media reports. Um, this coming on, on Tuesday afternoon where eight local councils or, uh, for the, or rather local councils for all eight areas um, they represent over two million people. Uh, they they came out of a meeting with government officials and said there are no restrictions on travel in their area and no local lockdowns, which doesn't quite add up. Uh, yes, there are no restrictions on travel, but there are still guidelines which will be expected to, to be followed. Um, also in these areas, we're now getting door-to-door uh, -door testing. Um, Kirklees is the latest area to announce door-to-door -door testing uh, so that people don't have to go to a, a mass testing centre and, and potentially um, increase the transmissibility um, because sometimes social distancing is, is less than ideal in, in these crowded areas. Uh, however, it is still an, an additional measure on top of national measures. So I think there is some truth in the fact that these, these local areas are almost under slightly more of a, a local lockdown than the national picture. Something else that the government has been announcing is that there is going to be more support for people self-isolating. Uh, yes, only 15 months after uh, people started self-isolating, or actually possibly 16 months, depending on if people were starting in uh, in uh, February or, or March with symptoms, um, has the government come around to announcing more support for those people self-isolating? What fast action. Um, now, according to the councils uh, of these eight areas, again, uh, there are, and I quote, sensible public health precautions people can take as individuals in line with the sorts of advice we have all been following throughout the pandemic. Um, and that is true. There are sensible measures individuals can take to avoid increased transmissibility, etc. Um, and increased risks. You can avoid them through various personal choices. However, 
Uh, I think Greater Manchester's Mayor Andy Burnham, who's now looking like one of the, the really big powers in the Labour Party, if he if he wasn't looking like that before, to be perfectly honest, uh, has said that the confusion around this advice was a major communications error, which had had a major effect on people's lives. Um, and that is true. With all of these bits of guidance and laws and restrictions and regulations coming out of the government, it is important for the messaging to be clear. Uh, as much as it might sound um, sort of benign and, and childish to use three-word slogans or uh, a set of mantras, they do resonate. And once you start muddying the waters with, well, this is what we said on Monday and now we're going to change it on Tuesday and it's slightly different again on Wednesday, people start thinking, well, which one am I following? Also, am I following my local council? Am I following my regional government? Am I following the national government? Am I following the UK government? Uh, and there have been a series of missteps in communication from the government. Hopefully, we are seeing those those rectified now, especially as we start to move into press conferences in, in the brand new communications room um, with Allegra Stratton, who won't be taking up her post as the spokesperson until uh, Boris Johnson stops uh, announcing his his own press conferences. But once that happens, we will get a full-time press secretary who's actually doing the uh, doing the announcements rather than the Prime Minister doing it. Although I think uh, if we do start to go backwards into a lockdown again, I think we will see Allegra Stratton uh, hauled out in front of the cameras because there are some things that the Prime Minister just won't want to have his face and name attached to. As there are with quite a few things, actually, uh, with this Prime Minister especially. Maybe even a couple of his children, or am I pushing that a little bit too far? Um, anyway, let's have a look at what some of the other people of, of power in, in the area said. Norma Redfern, who's the mayor of North Tyneside, another Labour uh, mayor, has said that after a day of confusion, it's finally been confirmed the area is at the same stage of the roadmap as the rest of the country. Uh, all that to to say, yep, we are actually in the same um, in the same step, and of course uh, there have been national uh, national comments from John Ashworth, who is still the Shadow Health Secretary. There were some rumours he was going to lose his job in the reshuffle, but he kept it. Um, John Ashworth said the messaging had been quote completely contradictory at a time when, and again I quote, clarity is everything. He went on to say that if you have a holiday book for half-term next week, does the government want you now to cancel it or not? Uh, if you've got a wedding organised, do you have to cancel your wedding now? Um, obviously making political capital out of it, because, of course, he is a politician. However, real questions about real situations, and with all the confusion around the two sets of guidance that have been issued... Um, I think they are fair questions. If you'd gone off the uh, the letter of the first regulations, then you wouldn't have been able to travel outside of your local area because it would have been specifically banned. Uh, so holidays, weddings, things like that would have been off. Uh, but now, with it just being minimised, then you are allowed to, to, to still do these things, especially with uh, the entire country at the same step of the National Relaxation of Lockdown Plan, Step 3. Uh, when I say the whole country, I, I mean, of course, England, um, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland all operating under slightly different but broadly in-step 
processes. Uh, I say broadly because there are some uh, major differences, but on the whole, um, things are going at roughly the same pace, a couple of weeks either side for uh, each of the other three nations, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, this this has been a, a bit of a, a weird week for people in um, in Bolton, Blackburn, Bedford, uh, Kirklees, and all of those other areas. Um, and there was one comment from the council leader of Bolton Council, David Greenhall, who is a Conservative, said there was a fear that the town would have been singled out for a local lockdown. Uh, and I suppose that was um, really striking at the, at the at the problem, because if if we've been told and promised again and again that yes, this is the next step and we're all moving out of it at the same time, we're not going back into tears, for it then to be one town, one city or one county or whatever singled out as this area of concern and variant, full variant of concern, um, I I wouldn't like to to be in that in that one town. I think that's something that can be shared for for everyone. Um, it wouldn't be nice to be in that one location where everyone else is is making their way out of lockdown and you're just stuck there under under harsher restrictions. Um, and I think it's perfectly fair for the the council leader to be to be saying they had that fear. Now, he does represent the people of that town and city after all. Um, there is, however, worrying um, worrying news coming out of specifically Bolton. Um, overall cases of coronavirus are at their highest rate for six months in Bolton, at uh, over 450 cases per 100,000 people. Um, and there are, there are concerns. The Royal Bolton Hospital has said it will have to take urgent action to manage an increase in COVID patients. And we are seeing nationwide um, the numbers of deaths slowly creeping up again, and the cases slowly creeping up again, although I, I, I hope that um, that those numbers remain manageable and, and under control. Obviously every, every death is a tragedy, uh, and everyone affected by... Um, coronavirus is uh, a story and a, a narrative unto themselves with very many different variables um, but there there is now a sense certainly from from government that there will now be an, almost an acceptable number of of cases and deaths in the the balance between right this is it this is now the time to to open up um, as long as they stay under a certain level in both hospitalizations cases and then of course deaths um we will be able to to continue along our along our steps and I think that is a conclusion to which most people are now arriving as well um, one one last thing uh, I was going to say I'm going back to that labor MP for Bedford and Kempston whose name I've now found Mohammed Yassin um he questioned why there was no actual announcement um, for the original guidance. Why put out advice and then tell people they don't have to follow it? Surely these restrictions are needed or they are not. And that really, to me, gets to the, the crux of this matter. Uh, if you introduce restrictions and guidance, surely that is after uh, extensive planning and coronavirus 
um, what sort of scenario mapping. Uh, therefore, why has it only taken a day, two days of, of pressure after people finding out about it for the government to, to change their mind? Either it wasn't needed in the first place and, and they were sort of surplus regulations that weren't required, or they were and the government has bowed to political pressure uh, and and removed restrictions that were needed and still are needed. Either way, it doesn't paint a particularly promising picture for the government. Anyway, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Uh, maybe enjoyed is a little bit strong for an episode about coronavirus, but uh, yeah, point taken. Um, anyway, if you did enjoy it or, or like the episode, uh, please feel free to give us a rating wherever you find these podcasts, and any feedback is more than appreciated. If you want to get in touch, the Instagram is at politics.unboxed, the Facebook is Politics Unboxed, and the Twitter is at politicsu, that's the letter U. You can get in touch via email, which is politics.unboxed at outlook.com, or you can get in touch via our website, which is politicsunboxedpodcast.wordpress.com. That is all we have for today, so thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast, which are every weekdays. See you then. Goodbye.